Pulp MX Network production. Thanks for all the support, Pulp MX fans. The Pulp MX app is now available for both iPhone and Android-based phones. For all your moto needs, shop at btosports.com and use the current discount code PULPMX. And don't forget to click the Amazon banner on PULPMX.com when purchasing anything from Amazon. It's the Steve Mathis Show, brought to you by RacerX, presented by BTOSports.com and ThorMX. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome to the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast presented by our friends at Thor MX. I'm your host, Steve Mathis, and uh, with me on the line is uh, none other than the Hurricane, Bob Hanna. Uh, Bob, what's up, man? What's going on? Thank you for doing this. No problem. I've got lots of time, and I'm sitting here at my desk and ending the day here. Yeah. What uh, What did you do today? What did Bob Hanna do today? What's Today? I uh, is a very exciting. <laughs> get up in the morning, jump in the hot tub, get on the internet. Oh well, first of all, I feed the dogs at five thirty. Right. Oh, okay. So I may go back to bed or may get up. So I, today I went back to bed. I don't think I got up till seven. I got in the hot tub. I uh, got on the internet and played on the internet. And Terry and I were a first hour of uh, airplane business, probably then an hour of bicycle business but no no monkey business bicycle uh-huh. uh peter Sagan, lance armstrong blah 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 because i like riding the bicycle so we're all over that yep and then uh was in the office for about uh, i'm really caught up right now so i don't have too much i had tax paperwork to get out of here fedex and uh, a couple hours on the phone rode my uh at noon by noon i was on a trainer for an hour and then uh had to go to town to a meeting at the insurance company because of a flood in one of the hangars, and uh, did have to take a trip by Chick Fil A for lunch. Of course, right. And I uh, got my ass back here to my office, and I've been in here ever since. All right, yeah, busy. Was it? It was an easy day, really. Right. I don't have. I'm. We're kind of caught up, and I don't have a lot going on right now. The air, Not, the airplane business is. Uh... Is a steady it's fair right now. Yeah, yeah. steady is all steady. Not booming. Oh. A year ago, well, two years ago, right now we were crazy, and uh, last year we were pretty busy. Uh, this year we're just kind of steady, so right. it's it's not going to be booming. I don't think this year. Wow, join the club, the motocross. Obama's not helping me. <laughs> You're not. I've been looking for my food stamps and crap, and uh, I haven't seen anything come. I'm really shocked that you're. Uh, I asked for an Obama phone. I'm still paying my own damn phone bill. <laughs> I'm shocked that, you, that, you, that you're a Republican. I'm really amazed. Yeah. Um, I'm from Canada, so what do I know? Yeah. You know? Um, I'm so far right wing, I make Rush Limbaugh look like a damn liberal. <laughs> wow, jeez. Yeah. Um, Oh jeez! They won't even take my phone calls at Rush yeah, Limbaugh yeah. because I'm a liberal. <laughs> They're like this guy's nuts. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, funny. Um, I guess first off, uh, well, first off, I, I gotta get, I gotta figure something out. I did one of these. You want to apologize for not voting for me to be uh, number third on the all-time Supercross list? That's uh, the first thing you're wanting to do. Well, we can go there right away. Let's start there. Okay. Uh, okay. You saw the list? You, yeah. Yeah. Well, what'd you think? Did you read up on it every day? I mean, did you? Did you see who we was looked there? at it every day? Because Terry made me guess who's the top ten guys, and I think I guessed. Did you get them? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I think Huffman, uh, Todd Huffman, and I both guessed. I and I figured that's they were going to pick me there, but I didn't figure you were going to bet against me. I'm an asshole. I was fi- <laughs> I was fighting. Uh, okay, so you're okay with McGrath one and RC two, right? You're yeah, yeah. Like there's no different. There's I don't think anyone could could say that any different. Now I said, and again I'm the dick, but I went with RJ three. Uh, but Davy Coombs, passionate supporter of the Hurricane, uh, because you are one of only three guys who win the title three years in a row, I believe. Yeah. That was sort of his his criteria. So I tried to get Rollerball higher. He was not did not even make the list. Oh, man. I know. Now, so third place for you. So you're happy. A lot of guys were not happy with their rankings. David Villeman thought he should have been higher. Um <laughs> Really? Larry Ward was pumped where he was. Now, um, Where did they put Villeman? Villeman was 21, I think. It's 19. Ah, give him 20 then if he's going <laughs> to yeah, be. Exactly. What about – now, here's, what, here's, a, here's a passionate debate in our, in our office uh, email chain. Um, first of all, bail. Jeff Ward, who was number eight, thought, he, thought, thought that bail should have been lower than him. He said, bail was better than me. But, um, you know, he didn't do it for that long, and, uh, you know. I guess you got to look at a lot of different things. If you were going to look at the smoothest, most precise rider, you know, one of the smoothest, most precise, you'd have to put Lachine and Bale in there. I mean, but yeah. is Lachine should be on I don't even know where Lachine was on the Lachine, list, but, Lachine or if he's was, even uh, on it. I don't yep, know. But yep, it depends what you're looking at. Bale's a great rider. Bale uh, is a smooth supercross rider, but Bale didn't bring shit to supercross except for some um, underarm odor. I mean, <laughs> frankly, that's the way it is. Right. Yeah, Bale was 10. Ward was 9. Yep. I think he's damn lucky to be 10, frankly. Okay. Because wow. who the hell knows him? Well, I mean, just he, he came in, he finished. What was Mark Barnett? Oh, you're not going to like this. Okay, you don't know, right? Yeah, he's 12. I got to listen for him. He's 12. Yeah. Okay, I love Barnett. I help Barnett all the time. I, I still call him. I talked to him weeks ago, and I tried to make him some money this year. But nobody knows him. Well, and what did he do for Supercross? See, I'm just real veal here. I'm going to say, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a hell of a freaking rider. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. But then, then I go look at Stanton too. I go, Stanton's a hell of a rider. For if you want to start racking up wins and championships, a hell of a rider, but really not that well known. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you got, if you eight. were looking at a motocrosser that made history in the early 70s, you'd have to say, well, Marty Smith. He, Marty Smith did a lot of change and was a big hero, you know. Depends yeah. on what you're looking at. Right, yeah. And we, but but we, Villeman? Nobody knows or cares about <laughs> Villeman, and nobody cares about Bale, really. I'll admit, Bale, I never got to race right against Bale, but he right. was—he would have been he would have been dancing around there very smooth and that would have been all over the freaking track. And But I don't know what you give him for being smooth. Well, he raced three years. He finished third, first, and second in the points. Yeah. And then he was gone, you know. Yeah. So, you know, he's got that. Hard to put uh, a guy in like that. Hard to, and it's all speculative right. anyway, like oh. you said. Believe you me, put though. put me fifth or wherever, and Davey Coombs will put me third, you know. The, 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 it was passionate. People were very, very angry. Putting me, uh, Carmichael getting in front of me kind of irritates the shit out of me. <laughs> Does it? But yeah. he has. He's too short. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You left for sure. You left one table, uh, one title on the table. You probably left two. The your water skiing accident. 
And in at one of those years at Honda, 83 or 84, you should have won. It, if not both. Yeah, 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 I, I would have won two of amazing. Yeah, you were, uh, I, you know, talking to David Bailey, who won that year. He's like, oh, God, Hannah was, was, blew us all away whenever he was healthy. Um, so you left two or three times. But if champ. your aunt had nuts, she'd be your uncle. <laughs> Good point. You know what I mean? Right. So you can't say that. Right. right. Uh, sure, sure, I would have too. But look at Ricky Johnson. Somebody idiot lands on his wrist. And how many championships we hit him? Maybe five. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, he's got more, right? Right. Well, oh, yes. Johnson's a superhero. Johnson's a well, superhero. Like you said, he should have got third. Maybe he should have got third on the uh, list. That's like I said, that's speculative. But Johnson, yeah, he is a superhero. Vill- Villeman Bale, no, shit, no. Right, uh, Stewart. Johnson is a different guy. Stewart. Who? James Stewart. Well, pretty good technique. I mean, he brought scrubbing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I got, I got nothing against him. And and see, I wouldn't want to be on the committee to vote for it, even if I wasn't a writer, because yeah. I don't like playing God in that instance. You know, you need a whole bunch of guys in there and you need to throw out the you need 10 guys doing this and throw out the highs and the lows and yeah, put yeah. them all together really right but would i put stewart ahead of johnson no. no 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 um because johnson was a superhero i don't i don't think in 10 years i don't think uh stewart will be what johnson is now right right i think johnson's a superhero and and known as a very formidable competitor and mm-hmm. i think he kind of got robbed and not that stewart hasn't either he's had his downfalls with injuries you know we yeah. all have yeah but right. just to be on the list who who cares uh, if you walk out of there you're in good shape bradshaw 11 no titles highest guy with no titles ahead of guys who have titles but he yeah. was a hell of a rider and won a lot of races but he did if you it depends what you're looking for again right, right, right. if you're looking for uh Put, really putting a championship together, he's, you know, he was worthless. Hey, what do you think of this theory uh, about Bradshaw? And we just, this has been recently discovered, and all of us goofball bench racers have been talking about it. And maybe your buddy McCarty, Keith McCarty there at Yamaha, might have told you something over the years. Bradshaw, Bradshaw's contract was up at the end of that 92 season. Yeah. And it was an automatic renewal if he won the title at yep. X amount. Where are you getting? <laughs> Where are you going? Well... <laughs> Are you thinking he threw it? Well, that was what we had, we bench There's raced. only two guys in America that know. Okay. I thought there would only be one guy in America that would know. No. Uh, There's <laughs> um, two guys, and that's him and his dad. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. And McCarty wasn't privy, and neither was I or right. anybody else. And But you uh, heard that theory. It's, it's not and insane. And I would not. Right. I wouldn't bet my house against it. Right. But you heard but that you theory. said, do yeah. I, have, I had to bet $1,000? Did he throw it or not? I think it's a fifty-fifty chance. You know, right. I, w- I would hate to bet ten grand on it because I don't, yeah. I don't have a theory. I say, yeah, very, very possibility. Right. And his attitude, you know, if you d- put put yourself in that position, you think you're going to make. You shouldn't throw it. That's stupid. You should not do that. Yeah. You should take the contract you signed. Like every time I signed one, I obeyed it. When Yamaha tells me to pull over, I obeyed it. When Honda tells me I pull over, I obeyed it. I signed the contract. I write for that company. You don't you don't pull shenanigans like that to get out of your contract. You don't. You ask them if you want out of your contract. You go, hey, you guys want me out of my contract like I did? They said, yeah. I go, good. I, I'm out. Right. So but yeah. you don't pull that crap. And if you do, it's going to wear on you. Okay, it's going to wear on you. Think about it. If you did it, you'd just be going, man, am I an idiot or am I not an idiot? What am I? What have I yeah. done here? You yeah. know, I I, I should have tried to win this with all my heart. 
And I really, I was there. I truly don't think he would have rode that shitty in his life. I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> right, right. Uh, pressure's going to make you not get third, yeah. but you're gonna, pressure's going to make you get 15th. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. So if I had to bet a 1,000 and knowing his attitude later, you know, I've never asked him, but I'd say, yeah, I'd say he's through it. All right. Um, yeah, because his contract automatically renewed. If oh, you want I know it. the whole deal. Yeah, and if he, yeah I'm just <laughs> explaining it. For, and then if you, if he, if he didn't win it, he was up for negotiations. And of course, you know, he's one of the hottest riders ever. And yeah, and he thought he was going to cut a right. fat hog. You know, right? Um, yeah, this shook, this rocked my world. Like, too, I couldn't believe this, but because Bradshaw's, you know, one of the guys as a kid that I watched and oh yeah, and loved. So hey, I don't think um, he'd tell us. Yeah, probably. I've asked him, but you know, he just told me his knee was sore. Uh, it was a weird race. It was a month after the outdoors, and and you know this and that. It might so. be, right? You um, know, I wouldn't call him a liar, and if and like I said, I wouldn't want to bet more than a grand. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but I can see the whole situation. You know, there was certainly some talk about it. Uh, big news: Kevin Windham retiring, hanging it up, and uh, this is a guy you worked with uh, at Yamaha when he first came on the team, and. Uh, when he was 16. Yeah, you, you were kind of trying to help him, and I know you know you were frustrated at times with the lack of fire. Uh, having said that. That's he, no more than him being 16 years old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, thoughts on Kevin Windham hanging it up, and it was weird. He, I think you know, it's he, good. Yeah. I think he's run his course. He did a good, you know, he won a lot of races, and he's healthy and get the heck out. Right. We all got to leave, and some of us hang on too long, and you don't want to do that. Did you? You didn't. Well, I don't. I don't think I did. I no. quit exactly right. when I did. I cut it back to. Well, I had already quit. Really, nobody knew it. after Honda. I said I'm not going to do it anymore, and Shiggy talked me into doing some testing. Mm-hmm. And, but unfortunately, to test the bike enough in Japan, I need to race a little bit. So I started doing ten races a year for three years or something. Right. Yeah. yeah but yeah. I said, yeah, that's good. But you know, you're not always your best at ten races a year either because you're just not on the ball. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, no, I did it just what I wanted to do, but uh, you, there's a time for all of us to quit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. The, the 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 thing with Kevin, and again, it's it's just us guys. I'm glad to see you quit because I don't want to see him get hurt. Yeah, he he kind of he started thinking about the jumps too much. You know, started no, thinking, no. Once yeah. you're thinking about them, once you think about them, get once you think about getting hurt, you say you've been hurt. Like I heard Bill Apoto on his show the other day mm-hmm. saying uh, he's been thinking about it a lot. He doesn't want to get hurt. Well. That's not a good sign. Mm-hmm. When you're really clicking, you don't even think about it. You get hurt, but you didn't think about it. It was actually, you don't even think you can get hurt. You're Superman. Yeah, yeah. Rick Johnson, when he got his wrist broke, was Superman. The only reason he got hurt is some idiot jumps on his back. Right, right. Okay? He wasn't going to get hurt. Johnson wasn't going to get hurt. He's too tough and too fast. To, you know, somebody else is going to hurt him, like Bowen jumping on me. You know, that, that shit happens. Speaking of Keith Bowen, uh, I did one of these with him. And did you? It's not out yet, or maybe out by the time this goes out. I don't know, but he, 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 I brought up your name, and I brought up the incidents, and, and the only thing that he said that really upset him. It was an accident. Yeah, yeah. He said it was all accidents, and it was all just one of those things, but he did say that you handed out some obituary cards at Foxboro Supercross. I did. With his name on it. He said that was a little upsetting. <laughs> oh, you should have seen Tad, uh, Tad, what the heck is his name, a Japanese engineer, Yamaha, man. I thought he was going to fist fight me. Really? Matter of fact, Roger got in the middle of it. I thought I think we would have been throwing some fists. Oh, he yeah. wanted to fight. Really? A Yamaha guy came to you and said, hey. That's oh, cool. <laughs> Tad, uh, what the heck was his name? I don't this know. guy, too, was a rower. He probably would have done a good job of whipping my ass. <laughs> 
But he got pissed. <laughs> well, Keith was oh, like, it was just a joke. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was laughing my ass off, but Keith was, uh, he was chuckling. Uh, but <laughs> he said that uh, uh, that was the only thing that upset him was apparently you were going around the pits saying, this guy is. is oh, a- I just handed him out. Oh, good. That times. one got to the Japanese guy Yama, and that's he, he came yeah. over and got right. a little riled. But Roger tamed me down. Right, right. Uh, what do you think about Roger just re-signing with uh, KTM? Another three years. He said he was going to retire, but I think uh, it's good. You know, he, KTM. Obviously, you've seen what he did. You've seen what he's done with that. I think Rossi in the road racing world should have hired him because if he did, he'd win again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Right. I don't care where Roger goes; yeah. they win. Uh, if I had told. A young Roger was the best asset ever was at Honda for me. Yeah? Yeah, and, and Roger went to Suzuki, and they won. Roger goes to KTM, they win. Roger could go to Moped, and they'd win. If they got <laughs> enough money and Roger's there, they'll win. Right, right. That, yeah, that's, that's basically it. That's it. Can you believe KTM? Uh, what if I nope. told you KTM was going to be... In 83, if you'd have told me yeah. KTM, or 85, you'd have told me KTM would even be in business, I would have said you're crazy. <laughs> right, exactly, right? And now look at oh, it. Oh, they make some fine stuff. And I was watching yeah. Dungeon the other night, and I said that to myself. I go, that bike really looks like it works good. Yeah, yeah, they got the air shock. I really wanted shock. to ride it. I was thinking, man, I'd like to, I would like to try that bike. I'd like to see if it works as good as it does. Right, know? right. But I know Roger. I mean, Roger is like full in... Win and just full in. Right. You don't want to be full in win. He will not get along with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're full in to win, he's your best ally. Which your best I ally. Which I imagine that's why you and him bonded. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I liked working with him. The riding against him, he was your worst enemy. But working with him, he's your best ally. Right. If you're serious. Uh, a lot of probably what you saw him do, you tried to take to Suzuki. I would guess, huh? And and try to be that guy. No, I would never. I wouldn't be a, a one on a ten. <laughs> I wouldn't be a one um, on a ten. What he does, he's the best, um, and he has the. Oh, he just has the demeanor for it, and he has the uh, work ethics for it, and I, I really don't. I have the work ethics for me to drive me, right? And Roger has the work ethics to do all the team, and I don't. If if somebody's not working hard on the team, I hate them. <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah. not a team. I'm just not a team guy. Right, right. I'm that's, not a team guy. And I, I'm, I mean, that's a. I'm saying that as a bad. That's a bad trait I have. But mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not really a. I'm a team guy. If I'm on the team as a rider, I like the other right. You know, I'm yeah. for the team to win. Right. But if I'm running the team and you're and I think you're a piece of crap, I hate you. I want you off. I want you fired. <laughs> And uh, I'm just not a guy to do that. It's probably why that, that, that stuff never worked well, well, like at Yamaha or whatever, right? Like, just you saw these guys and you're like, what am I here for? What do I need to be here for? Because no. I, I'm, no, I... No, no. When when, okay, when Yamaha says, okay, we want to hire you to kind of motivate these guys, get them trained, and they send me to Michael Craig's house, I want to put a bullet in my friggin' head. <laughs> I want to put a bullet in my head. Right. I go, I'm up at 7 o'clock reading the paper here. The son of a bitch is in bed. We're supposed to go running and riding. What am, what's he doing? Right. <laughs> I'm going to shoot him, and then I'm going to shoot myself. <laughs> That's uh, what I was thinking. I well, asked myself then, and I go, I go, what the hell am I doing here? Right. Did you Did you ever... I don't know if you've you known. I mean, obviously, uh, Jeff Stan and uh, Rhett. I think that's great, and he likes it, and he does a good job. But I, can't, I just can't do it. I couldn't do it. Yeah, that's my question to you. Like, you know, what, there's what two it, guys. There's two guys that I look at in this whole industry that I say it would be fun for me to work with, 
is uh, Barsha and Tomek. Right. If I had a team, I'd have Barsha and Tomek. I'd own those two guys, and I bet I'd have fun with those two guys because those guys, I believe, I may be wrong, have some ethics that I like. Mm-hmm. And if a guy doesn't have ethics just exactly like I like, uh, I'll hate you pretty fast. Uh, you must have been dying in those early Suzuki years with uh... dying. I wanted to shoot myself. <laughs> Tishner, Can you imagine? Stevenson. <laughs> you know, I, I got to tell you this. If you got time, you yeah, got time. Yeah, I, I'm I, I go from a works Honda. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I should have been a Honda more than three years. But the Gary Mathers came to Honda, and he hated motocross, and he hated me worse. And I don't know why, because we didn't know each other. Maybe yeah. he just read about Bob Hanna, and he hates Bob Hanna. And my my allies there, the president uh, was gone, or I'd have still been there. But then I go to then I quit. Shiggy calls me, wants me to do testing. I go, that's right. all right. But when I'm testing that Suzuki, now they go to a production rule in '86 when I go to Suzuki. Yeah. Well, Suzuki unfortunately takes that literally, where <laughs> Yamaha and Honda say, "Well, now we got rules to cheat around." Mm-hmm. But Suzuki said, "Oh, production rule. Okay, we just race production bikes. It's oh, easy. Here's yeah, your bike. Cool, right?" <laughs> and it is a pile of shit. It is. So yeah. we were trying to get it right. Well, I'm in Japan, a 30 day stance, and I'm over there. One day, I swapped <laughs> from fourth gear to a stop, and this <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> and I yell at myself. I go, I'm cussing. I mean, I'm cussing out loud. And I go, Handy, you got to get a different job. Could you imagine from riding a works Honda yeah. with Roger and Dave Arnold and Bailey and O'Mara and Lachine and going over there and trying to fix that Suzuki A6? It was, it was the worst time of my life. You must have got a lot of money out of him, though. Yeah, it was yeah. money. But right, right, right. I, I, I just, I don't know. You and then you didn't get but, those things right till eight, day, eighty-nine. Things would go better, and then yeah. I remember the next day after I swapped, I said everything went better that day. And I had eighteen engineers there, uh-huh. and I loved them. Yeah, I'll give you that. I liked all those Japanese guys I worked. I had some friggin' great guys. Great. I had good twenty good engineers working with me over there, and they believed in me, and everything was good there. But riding that bike, <laughs> yeah. Well, it it took you till eighty-nine. To figure it out. The bike, uh, the bike got around. It yeah. came around better. It did. Shoot, the bike was in. I had pre-production stuff like in 87, I think, at the GP. I think that's when I won the GP over here. I won the. I got second in the world GP in uh, France, and I won that France Supercross on it. Right. And I would have won the GP on it. So I got in the dust and fell off one moto. But I uh, won the second moto. But the bike was pretty good. But that was pre-production. You know, it'd take yeah. the next year to get in in '88 and all that. Yeah, they wouldn't let you run. But no, it right stuff's turning right. turn around. But doing that after you think you're a racer, after you in your mind you're still a racer, and you got to right. go do that, and you're just you're a test rider, and you just think, and you just want to shoot yourself again. You know. <laughs> I was thinking uh, the other day. I saw I was going through some old magazines. You raced Southwick in '89. And I think you went seven DNF or something, but you were passing into second. They said, or passing into third oh, when, yeah. you, when I you went I, down. I went uh, better than seventh because I would have won. I went second. I, I went was... second, then DNF. Then DNF. It was yeah, and I I should have won easy. I had my head up my ass. Yeah. I tried to pass Ward too early in the race. Lachine won the first moto. Yeah, which you knew. I he... should have known he'd tire out. <laughs> right, right. I knew that, but I. W- Trying to be too aggressive, trying to go by Ward. Ward just come across the track and swap me down just like a fly. I think it was crazy because you were three years into retirement, basically semi-retirement at this point. 
Well, that know. was my second to last race, and I knew it, so I wanted to win it. And yeah. I was capable of winning it. I would have won it if I would have just backed the hell off and let him tire out a little bit. Is it, is it, I tried passing Ward when he was too fresh, and he did a big swap, or I don't think he did it on purpose. Yeah. It, was, it was a bad move on his part, but he got me and uh, cost me that day. And then Unadilla was the next weekend. I was done. And that was it, yeah. You were you rode off in the sunset. The uh, Is it true you used to take a, uh, you used to take a belt sander to your tank to rough it up? We sanded all, all the side panels, tank, all and yeah. the seat. All that to, to get grip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you look at some of the pictures, the bike looks really dirty in those areas right. because the dirt gets in the yeah crevices and all that. Uh huh. Oh, okay. Um, hey, what's your take on uh, again uh, your buddy Keith McCarty there, a uh, long time mechanic for you, runs Yamaha. There is no Yamaha factory team, and I, I, I mean, I like what they're doing, where they're like saying, hey, we're going to help out six, or, you know, three, four, five, six teams with bikes and parts and and support with bikes and parts and and support. I don't know that it's going to stay like that. You know, I think they want a couple riders back, but yeah, I was going to say, do you think they'll be back? I mean, I think so. Yeah, at some point. Yeah. Um, because it does. I think they need at least a rider. Yeah, because like NASCAR, you know, like Ford just gives you the motors and Chevy gives you the motors yeah. and lets you go. I get it, but on the other hand, their teams that they're giving it to aren't having the greatest success. No. So. Um, yeah, so well, hopefully we'll see him back one time. I think they want a little more hand in it and uh, a little more control, and right. and I think they want back in. So yeah, um, hey, big news! Our, Ryan Villapoto passed you in the career supercross win list. I didn't know if that was you being smart ass. That's big news, or it's really big well, news. Is that big news? Sure, they mentioned it on the TV broadcast. That's oh. big, that's big news. Um, you know, you, you just have to tell Villapoto in my day, we we didn't even know we were making records. I don't know if he does. I really doubt if he knows he's he making doesn't. a record. No, he doesn't. I tell him. All, I tell yeah. him, hey, you moved up here. He's like, oh, that's that's cool or whatever. Tell um, him he's a lucky son of a bitch for passing me. I'll tell him that. He'll, 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 he's lucky I'm 56 and I can't come back out there and win one more. He uh, <laughs> he he actually reminds me a bit where, of you where he doesn't really give a shit. Um, he, uh, but anyways, he passed. All he, only thing he wants is to win, huh? Yeah, he really, that's, that's it. Yeah, the, the records are where the records are, he says, you know, and that's probably yeah. a good point. Um, but he does remind some old-timers, Bob Oliver for one, uh, of you a little bit in the fact that he, you know, he's he's throttle happy. He grabs throttle. He's not scared to hang it out. And he steers no, he... with the rear tire, and he, you know, he rides a little bit. A little bit, I mean, no one maybe can ride just like you, but if some guys say that Villapoto may be the closest guy. Aaron? No, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, or maybe the desire. To I win don't anyways. know, but I know one thing: he's a tough bugger. Yeah, <laughs> as many times he's crash hurt back and get up, and yeah. he's he's sure no sissy. That's for sure. Um, I don't know if I'm that tough. I look at all the crashes he's done, and I'm thinking, I don't know if I could come back from all that stuff. <laughs> what did you see the kids crash this past weekend? Yeah. What'd you think? Ouch! I thought he was dead. First of all, right, right. Yeah. What uh, What's your worst one? Do you oh, have one? Know. Do you have one? Well, I don't know. I when, breaking my pelvis wasn't the that was one that wasn't even on a racetrack. I was going to a racetrack and hit a ditch, you know. Oh, did you? Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. Uh but I've jumped off a couple times like that kid, but I don't think I've jumped off quite that high, man. <laughs> right, it's pretty And that ground he hit on is he must have hit a little easier than what we thought. He must have hit it a little bit of and got it around to an angle and I watched it a few times because yeah. man, it could have killed him. Yeah. Yeah, you come down on your... I don't know how he got up. 
Oh, he didn't yeah. break an elbow, didn't break a hand, didn't break a wrist, didn't break an ankle. He didn't break anything. No, I know. I know. Oh, my God, I'd have broke all sorts of things in that. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, uh, it was something else. And, and then, yeah, he lined up, and then he crashed again in the main event. Really, yeah. Another good crash in the main. Yeah, they probably should have sent him home after that one. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe it, was, it just wasn't his day. No. Um, um, and hey, there was controversy if he was knocked out or not yeah, knocked out. Yeah, we had some, we had some people on, our, on a, a show, a radio. I do a weekly internet show. Like your buddies at DMXS, um, yeah, I do yeah. a Monday night show, and we had the doctors on, and they said he was coherent and talking to them, and they got there about 10 seconds after he crashed, and he was looking at them and coherent and talking and, and all that, and so they said, I okay. guess they make the decision. Yeah. Every, uh, somebody's got to make it. If I was making it, he'd have went home. Yeah. Well, if I had a, if it was Villapoto, get me straight, though, if it was Villapoto and I asked him, are you all right? And he said he's all right, I, I'd shut up. Right. right. But a new kid? Yeah. I say goodbye. Go to the hospital. Get your mother and get to the hospital. <laughs> get your mom and go. You're, yeah, you're done. No, no. That I mean, somebody, if somebody had, if I was making decisions, that's what I'd have done. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Villapoto, he's a big boy. I go, you all right to ride? And he's riding. I'm not going to tell Villapoto or James Stewart that he can't ride. He's riding for the championship. He's making his own decision. Um, but that kid, he's going home. Yeah, uh, right there. It's that time again. Thanks for listening to the Racer X podcast show brought to you by BTOsports.com, presented by Thor MX. I appreciate it. Don't forget to click on the Amazon banner on PulpMX.com to help out PulpMX.com. We appreciate it. Listen to these commercials. Buy from these sponsors. Thank you for listening. See you on the other side. The Podcast Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM Race Team and the heart of the BTO Sports Amateur Motocross Team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Racer X Podcast Show. Use coupon code Pulp MX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. For 2013, JT Racing enters its next generation with the all-new Evolve Light, ProTech, Enduro, and Limited Edition collections, taking quality and innovation to a whole new level. Also available in youth sizes, each collection is built with high-grade materials, offering its own unique characteristics to meet the demands of today's riders, both recreationally and competitively. To find a dealer or view the entire collection online, log on to JTRacingUSA.com. Championship proven. Many motocross apparel brands make that claim, but only Thor can back it up. As America's first motocross apparel brand, Thor has set the standard for delivering the highest quality performance racewear on the market for the past 45 years. With champions like Ryan Villapoto, Blake Baggett, and Dean Wilson, to name a few, our products truly are championship proven. To see all the new 2013 products, visit ThorMX.com or head to your local Thor Parts Unlimited dealer. Thor, the official racewear of Supercross. 
sure some people are wondering why I'm not talking to you more about your career, but we already did one of those podcasts, so we don't need to talk about it. We can check. We can. Ch- <laughs> wow. Well, can- I, I don't have much of one anyway. Villapoto just tied me. Yeah, passed you. No, he passed Car- you. Passed oh, he passed you. me. Yeah, he passed you. Oh. Yeah, you know, you're now. Uh, Screw him. One, two, three, four. You're fifth. I'm fifth. Yep. You're fifth. No, one. You're sixth. McGrath. Who the heck's ahead of me? McGrath, Carmichael, Stewart, yeah. Reed, Villapoto. No RJ by one. How funny is that? RJ passes you by one and never wins again. RJ got lucky. Uh, and then RJ and then you. So, yeah, you're, you're, RJ got lucky. Yeah. Uh, I'm supposed to do I one. bet somebody pulled over for him. Oh, geez. Uh, speaking of pulling over, uh, one of the questions we had for um, you in the Racer X thing was uh, the let Brock buy. Uh, of course, you're very famous for that. Um, they wanted to know if you got paid your bonus, and I, I, I believe you did. I believe I you, did. Yeah, you did. Um, but that was a question that somebody had. And we did one of these podcasts. You can check it on the archives. So just search Bob Hanna in iTunes and it'll come up. Did you get much reaction from that thing we did? I got a ton. Guys loved I, it. Well, nobody bought any planes. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's right, right? <laughs> um, good point. Uh, here's some more questions from some more fans. Uh, yeah. You ready for these? Yeah. All right. Jonathan asks, if you could name one thing that today's riders could, should learn to better prepare themselves for post-moto life, what would it be? What's something that would help run their own business during their during their riding? Okay, let me tell you. What a country store? What are they supposed to do? No, 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 no. Okay. Do Do you really need a manager? Do you need is motocross that different now? You got sponsors. You got a bike. You got to ride every day. You train. Do you need a trainer, a manager, a mama, and a babysitter to go with you every friggin' day? No, 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 I got no. a problem with that. Yeah, yeah. There's a you've lot. Got, of... You've had a trainer for two years. Why the hell you need a trainer now? Have you forgot what that sorry bastard told you the last two years? <laughs> yeah. Can't argue with you. I mean, I got a problem with that. So run your own damn shit. If Eddie Cole comes to you, and go, hey, you want to use Matrix product? Answer the damn question. <laughs> right. Okay. You want to wear a bell helmet? No, I'm wearing a rye. Can you do that yourself? Yeah. Okay. I got a little pet peeve there. And you can figure out how much money you want. There's a lot of trainers in our sport, and they jump around from rider to rider. Yeah, yeah. And 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 frankly, (laughs) you don't need one, and uh, I I got a problem with it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not everyone is self-motivated like you. Uh, Yeah, I agree, though. You know, Ryan Dungey doesn't have one. Or if he does, he... And he certainly doesn't need one, does he? No, if he does, he seems like he keeps no. it under wrap and key and does the work, you know? Armstrong needed one, but he needed them to uh, insert the EPO. Yeah. What about Lance? How do you feel about that? Well, it's not nothing news to me. I've known it for years. So yeah. anybody that's been into bicycles and known that crap for years, it's not even new news. Yeah, you, know? you got a point there. I talked to John Tomac about it, too. Uh, John was like, oh, yeah. No, no, I mean... There's no way he, you know, what he did was what what he did was uh, no, not was even a right. not even a thought involved, and that's all over bicycle racing. You know, they got to clean it up, and you watch bicycle racing because you love bicycle racing. If you want to, if you want to hate dopers, then you might as well not watch it. Yeah, yeah, good point, right? You know, um, I like some of them when I hear and I and you hear the crap, you got to just shut up and and override it, and you look at you know, say yeah, they do it. Mm-hmm. They need to clean it up, but they're not. They don't need to clean it up with the riders. They need to train it up, clean it up with the train, so-called friggin' trainers, doctors, bullshit. Right, right. 
Um, so what kind of business should they have to prepare themselves? No, no business. Oh, run their okay. own damn business. Oh, just do everything. Run their right, sponsors. right, right. Run, got it, you know, got it, get right. involved with themselves. Don't just have some idiot do your contracts and pay them. Right. Okay, I got it. I was just you, only, you don't have that many. Okay, you can make your own decision. I was just too dumb to get what you were saying. Yeah. yeah. Run your business. <laughs> you are your business. Villapoto is his business. Right, right, right. Run it. Learn it. Learn to negotiate, talk to people, make your own damn decisions. You're not a girl. Right. Okay. Um, you want to wear this? No. You want to use this? No. Yeah, I might wear that. How much? I want 100 grand. Oh, give you 50. Give me 80. We're done. Okay, sign it. Okay. <laughs> right, right, I had a right. lot of handshake deals. I never had a signed contract with Bell Helmets. I never had a signed contract with Eddie Cole. I didn't have a lot of contracts. Never even signed John Penton. Handshake. Right, all right. All right? And maybe some guys nowadays I wouldn't do a handshake deal with, but sign the contract. Figure it out yourself. Right. Oh, hey, I can't Where are you going to be when you're done writing and you don't have your manager, trainer, uh, whoever you have hanging mm-hmm. around with you? Uh, Luke asks, uh, would you ever come back for a one special race just no. for the fans? To send <laughs> <laughs> Didn't take me. Didn't, couldn't Luke, get it out. You should have been at Unadilla in '89 because that was it. <laughs> that was it. What? See if you can find it on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> um, Robert wants to know uh, what do you think of the Supercross tracks today, and to think about the switch to four strokes. I imagine you get that a lot. But uh, what do you think? I, I like the four strokes. I think probably. I mean, if I had to say it, you're making me God, and I have to say four strokes. The 450s are a lot of bike for the Supercross. I like them outdoors, and I've ridden them on outdoor tracks, mm-hmm. and I think they're great for outdoor tracks. I think they're a lot of bike for indoors, and I think they're indoors, and I think they're probably more than if everybody was riding 250s or maybe 300 or something. You know? Yeah, yeah. Some, some I'm sure. sure the injuries are up because of 450s. They got brutal horsepower, and they'll do crazy shit if you got the, the spine to do it. Right, right. And so I'm sure they're hurting their guys, but... You think anybody's going to change it? I doubt it. But if you're so. asking me, I'd say yeah. Yeah. On the Supercross track, I don't see any wrong with the Supercross tracks, except uh, on some of the designs, they're shit. They're making them one line. They need to pre- they need to prep the dirt better. They need to add some additives to the dirt so it's not hard as a brick sometimes mm-hmm. to make some passing because when it is hard, nobody passes. On some of their layouts, like two or three weeks ago, some of their layouts, the one that went across the starting line two or three times. Yeah. Horrid. Yeah. Who designed it? You know, get a new designer. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, if there's no passing watching Supercross, like, I, I don't even like watching it. If it's great racing, I love watching it. If it's there's no passing, why the hell watch it? Turn it off. Tell like, me who won. Lately, it's been, like, the start, it's been just, see you later. Last two yeah. weeks of crap. Yeah. Yeah, it hasn't been that good. But so they need to put some thought into that. Go, hey, this didn't work. Throw it out. What works? Make the starting lines so it doesn't. It's not inducive to killing the son of a bitches in the first corner. Widen them up for the track for the first start. Mm-hmm. Push the hay bales back in. Whatever you do, make it wide. Make it long and wide. Make it where you think. All the guys will get through the start and not make it for TV where half of them friggin' crash. You know, put some thought into that. Right, right. We don't have a good race if if uh, James Stewart and and uh, Mike or uh, Chad Reed are on the ground. No, good point. All right, Villapoto gets a start. Those two are on the ground. Okay. Yeah. Or 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 uh, 
anybody. I mean, yeah. any of the top guys. I don't want the top guys on the ground. I want them through the first corner. That's what I always hated about racing the first corner. Where get me on the first lap, get me through the first lap, and I was going, all right, this is done. This yeah. is my deal here. Uh, you Did you ever have a time, like, with Goodwin or Savitsky or any of those guys where you just you were like, no, we're changing it. This isn't working. Oh, no, no. These guys here, I have a little problem with these guys saying the tracks are dangerous now. The tracks are not dangerous now. The, these jumps and these bikes are very capable of doing these jumps. Okay, you see a guy go out on the track now. I just hate to say it, but he'll go out there with not a practice lap, and he'll jump the triples without even go, without looking. Right. Yep. Wonder why he does that? Because he knows the son of a bitch is sixty-two feet four inches, right. and it's round. Yep. Okay. Every track we rode in the old days, and I don't want to bust anybody's balls here, was different. We had jumps, little peak jumps, a hundred feet apart on Mike Goodwin's track. Yeah. Okay. This square jump, people were getting killed on it. I mean, the tracks were crappy. The tracks had no mm-hmm. uh, transitions, and it was, no, yeah. no, no, no. And and another thing that was bad about the old days, we didn't ride the supercrosses unless we went to a supercross race, which really would have been something to us to think about to make some practice tracks in those days. Yeah. Like what we rode, but they just never happened until, oh, I don't know, in the in the 80s. Basically, yeah. in early in early 80s, we started making tracks. Honda had a track, Yamaha had a track, yeah, and that helped immensely. But now they make good tracks similar to the, what's going to be on Saturday night. Everybody goes there tuned up, and they know what the hell they're doing. We'd go there, and we'd be a little out of shape for that because we come off the Nationals, and they'd mix the Nationals with the Supercross, which really screwed us up. Right, right. No, no, I actually think the tracks were probably the most dangerous about mid, maybe mid-'80s. They're, they're, well, they were crazy for a while. Good one was trying to hurt people, I think. Yeah. I mean, he wants to make it exciting for the fans. I remember in '86, uh, Goodwin's track. I I, I got uh, screwed up in one, one jump and crashed out, and I didn't want it. I was glad I didn't want it in the race. <laughs> I was well, thinking this is stupid. You? Uh, no, I don't think they're dangerous now. I think the tracks are good, and I think the guys are most of the guys are capable of riding them, and most of the guys have practice tracks, so they're probably safer than when we rode them. In '80, uh, in 2000. And- Five, we had a retro night. Anaheim was a '86 yeah, track. You should have heard the guys complaining. They were the triple was 74 feet or something, or 72. <laughs> and and then and then you, okay, what's my point? Right, and and you you had to be perfect over a couple of obstacles, or you couldn't do the next one. That's and, right. That's and, my point. And, and got, never the tracks were never similar. You would never find a guy go jump any of that stuff first lap on. In the old days, you yeah. get killed. <laughs> right, right. No, so I mean, come Realville Hill again. Don't give me the bullshit. I mean, I wasn't born yesterday, right? Right, right. Yeah, the guys that throwing that shit don't know what they're talking about. Um, next question for you from J H. Uh, uh, please ask Bob for the details of '78 Trans Am at Dilla. Is it one of the best on-track battles ever? 78 would have been with Roger. Yeah, you and Roger. Yeah. And you've, you've talked about this a bunch. And, I mean, you basically, you guys were, you know, you were going at it. And I've never, I've never seen, I've read about it, never saw any footage of it. But uh, apparently it was a down-and-out race. It depends how, how long a detail you want. You want a two-minute discussion on it or five? Give us the five one. Well, the, in seven, we'll back up a little bit. Yeah. In 76. 
96, when I first started riding with Roger, he gave me a firm trouncing, and he was incredible. Mm-hmm. He, in my mind, he's the world's best rider of all time. Mm-hmm. And people can argue, you put these guys today back in 76 in Belgium on a sand track on the same bikes. I hate to tell you, boys, but you're in trouble. What about rollerball? And put rollerball back there, too. I think he'd still be in trouble with Roger. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, so there's there's my point on that. So, 76, he gives me a trounce. I beat him once, and the only reason is the track was flat. It was the last race, mm-hmm. and I got whole shots, and I beat him. I didn't beat anybody, and I, I won yeah. the race. In 77, I was getting more of a formal, uh, formidable challenge for Roger, mm-hmm. but on a real good Unadilla track, you know, he's still going to beat me. And in 77, I would have beat him in the Trans Am. Besides, uh, one flat, one gearbox broke, or I, I would have won. Yeah. In 78, he's another year older, now, mm-hmm. and I'm not taking any credit of beating him because he's getting older now. That's, yeah, the, yeah. Only da- that's <laughs> the only damn reason I ever beat him. Right. And so 78, I'm riding good. My bikes are good. He's another year older. And the tracks probably suited me more than him. In the U.S., most of them would be flatter, less technical. Yeah. You know, jump suited us. Right. And Unadilla would have suited Roger, although I liked it. But still, on that natural rough terrain track, picking lines and everything, Roger's the best. Mm-hmm. So we go there, and I get a you know, I get a start, I don't know, mid-pack or something. And uh, actually, Roger did a mid-pack start, too. He didn't get the greatest start either, and... And uh, we work up through we work up through there, and I think we get up there with Lackey, and uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, we we work up to the lead, uh-huh. and Roger is in the lead. And when I go by him, I'm thinking, when I pass him, I'm just gritting my teeth in the next corner. Right, right. And I'm thinking he's going to pound me right here, you know. Yeah. And I go, huh? And I go through the next corner, and he just he just lets me go, and I laughed. <laughs> I was pretty stupid in assuming this, but I laughed. I said, the old man's finally had it. Yeah, I got it. Because he would never let me buy like that. Right. Never. But what I'm not thinking is, is he's not stupid. He's thinking, let this idiot kid go, because in the next moto, I'm going to pound him. Right. And, this, and the guy that runs the second moto wins. If it's a 1-2-2-1, one, two, two, one, yeah. he wins. Right. So next moto, we work up again. We, we both mid-pack. We work up, we work up, we work up. When he gets into, uh, and I don't even know if I'm in, I can't swear that we're even in the lead yet. We might be second and third. Right. But I go by him, and I, I really wasn't thinking much about it. I go by him because I'm thinking it's going to be the same as the first motor. And he pounds me. <laughs> oh, he just blows me out of the bird. Right. And I start laughing. Yeah. And I remember it as this to this day, I go, Jesus, the old man's not dead yet. I start laughing because that's what I want. I right. don't want him to be dead. He's my hero. I yeah. want him to fight. Right. You know, I want to beat him, but I want him to fight because this guy is God. Right. And I want him to fight. And I pass him back. Bam. <laughs> I mean, he comes back by. And, that, and, and we do this about three or four times. Now, first of all, I'm taking real shitty lines. Yeah. I'm taking all the outside berms. I'm using way, I'm going faster in the outside turns, and he's squaring stuff up and yeah. just going straight through stuff. Yeah. So we are crisscrossing terrible. Right, right. Well, I mean, we got a disaster coming some of these things when I was thinking about it. We were just missing. So after this 
this uh, screw you the thing at Unadilla. Yeah. I don't know if you've been there. Ah, uh, come on, Bob. I've been there. Okay. My rider got third overall there. I tuned oh, the that's right. I mean, come on. Jeez. <laughs> so you go coming out of Screw yeah. You. We used to come out of there, and I don't know what the track's even like right now. But Still the same. You come out of there, you fly out of there, and you kind of go over a crown, yeah, and you, you go, go down a little bit, and then you come up, and you take a right, and you go down in a hole. Oh, that's gone well, now, but that now, yeah, they the, just, now they just make you go straight, and you drop down and come back onto the start straight. Oh, yeah. But anyways. Well, yeah. you remember what I'm talking yep. about, though? Yep, I do. Oh, you remember that way? Yep. Well, uh, Roger, I'm behind him, and Roger goes out and squares it up, and I cut and I cut through there, and he comes squirting back across in front of me, and and I'm actually I'm fairly sure he does it on purpose because this one's not an accident, uh-huh. <laughs> so he jumps in front of me. I mean, he just takes my front wheel. We're going to collide midair. Yeah, I mean, yeah. probably at about. He's about a 45 degree angle of me coming right, <laughs> and I'm going left. Right, and is and and when I see him, I just jump off because I think we're both dead. Yeah, yeah. I think I should have stiffened up and creamed him. Right. But I jump off my now. Last time I see him, his bike's totally sideways in the air. My bike's hit him, and I'm out flying off through the jungle. I just jump. And because it's it's over, yeah. and I think I think he's down. I think he's T-boned, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, he saved it. When I get up and find my bike, I look for him, and he's not there. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> and I am so I'm 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 so mad I could kill him. Right, right. <laughs> and the, my pipe was there's a cover shot on motocross action. I think of that day my pipe smashed on that Yamaha. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the horsepower to catch him. I was so pissed. I wanted to break his leg. I wanted to right, kill him. Right, I was right. so mad. <laughs> But I mean, I deserved everything I get. He should have pounded me earlier that day. Right, right. So I'm not saying that I didn't deserve it. I'm just saying I got it and I didn't like what I got. But I bitched all. Of... <laughs> I bitched. John Gregory took me to the airport that night, and I bitched all the way to the airport. <laughs> and there was an old story. Let me think. If I, my mechanic years earlier in 1976. Well, we were in we were in Belgium. Not Keith. No, Bushka. Bushka, yeah. And we were in Belgium, and we went to. He set it up that he had spies know where Roger was going to train before between the Trophy to Nation and the and uh-huh. the, uh, the trophy race and uh, whatever the hell else we were doing over there. Yeah. There were two Trophy to Nation yeah. races in trophy those days: two fifties and five yeah. hundred. Right. right. Yep. Trophy and motocross to Nation. Right. In between one of them, uh, after the two fifty race. We were going to go ride to 400, uh, 450s, mm-hmm. and he had the spies tell us exactly where Roger was going to be in Belgium, and I'm going to go ride with him. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't know I was coming. Right. And we went there, and I couldn't stay with Roger for 10 seconds. <laughs> I would stop on the track, get back in these roots. Right, right. He's gone in 10 seconds. Yeah. And my mechanic saw this. Yeah. And we didn't have very much conversation at the track <laughs> and i'm going so on the way home bush goes very serious he's pissed he goes what are you going to do about this yeah and i go i'm going to wait right and he goes why are you going what are you going to wait for i go i'm going to wait till that son of a bitch gets older <laughs> so i told that story to john gregory on the way to the airport yeah right no 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 i told that story to gregory oh you know before. years okay you know, right after that sometime in 77 or something okay yeah so we're going to the airport, and I'm just be, I'm just 
going crazy, and Gregory's just laughing, thinking. Yeah. So he gets to the airport, he shuts the rental car, and he looks at me, he goes, you think you should wait? <laughs> and I go, what the hell are you talking about? He goes, you think you should wait till Roger gets older? <laughs> so that settled me down. I go, right. you know, I just died laughing. I said, you're right, Gregory, i got to wait till he's older. Yeah, <laughs> another year or two. So oh, my God. Were you, were you, but you... that was probably, you know, one of the... It was a. It certainly stood out in my mind because I can, I can see the passes we were making if I shut my eyes. I mean, and a lot of races I don't even know. If you ask me, ah, what about Southwick? This I don't even know. Right. Yeah. You know, I remember crashing at Southwick in '89. I remember busting my hand there one time in about '80 or '79 on a post, and you know we kept riding, but I yeah. turned inside and busted my hand. But I don't remember much. that day with Roger. You that know, day yeah. was. Uh, I mean, clear in my head today. Uh, did were you? Did you speak to him, or was it enemies? Was it no, 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 no speaking to him till, no, till you no. got the Honda. Like when do you oh, speak to when? Roger? Yeah, Later? When, yeah. When do you speak to oh, Roger? Oh, when I after we were after he retired, there was no issue. And when I was at Honda, no, no, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, my yeah. buddy. Yeah. Right, so, I love Roger. So he retires. But when's the first time you talk to him? Like 1980, he retires. Do you not talk to him till he's so, retired? Well, when he was running Team Honda, I would talk to him. When okay. I was the Yamaha yeah, yeah. in 81 okay. and 82, I'd talk to him. Right, okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. Once he was retired, <laughs> there was no issue. He's got to me, you know. Right, right. So, no, I, no. Don't, I don't dis. I love the guy. I don't dis. I think yeah. he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. Right. Absolutely 100% in my mind. And, and, and like, I, I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland are or yeah. Uh, yeah. Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike, you're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? Right. They're not doing it. Um, if they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. None of them know what 45 minutes is like in a, in a, a Belgium Sandtrack. Well, first, their bikes wouldn't last, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. I was waiting to talk to Roger uh, a couple weeks ago about the air shock and the new contract, and it, this actually warmed my heart a little bit. He was take, he was taking a lot of photos and autographing a lot of people's things. It was really cool. Oh yeah, people still they don't forget. You know how the sport is, you know. But uh, Roger was he was a hero still. It was cool. I mean, a couple. I got to you know, uh, you know, do the induction to him in the Hall of Fame last year or uh, two years ago at yeah. uh, and that was this. I mean, that's a great night right. for me to look back. In the in the 1975, and he came to U.S. Suzuki, and I got to see him. Yeah, and I, I got to just see him just, over there, right, and to right. go, wow, look at that. Yeah, and you know, and I just thought that is something. And then to you know, 30 years later, be on the same stage in the same building on the same stage, and getting to talk about him was quite a thrill for my ass. Yeah, I bet. I bet it'd be like no, me. no. To think back in '75 to what Roger was, mm-hmm. it just thrills me. You know. Right, right. Yeah. I would have ne- if you'd have told me in 75 someday you're going to get to introduce him. Yeah. When when he's getting an award yeah. on stage. And I go, ah, yeah, right. <laughs> right, right, exactly. There's no chance. No. Um no, and and as a media guy dealing with him, he's like super honest and direct and just doesn't really He's, he's right to the point. Yeah. He's no bullshit. It's great to deal with. Uh much like you would be if you were a team manager. I'd go over and get quotes from you after every race. Be awesome. You might not last long though. <laughs> You're probably right. Right, exactly. Uh, Bob Hurricane Hannah, thank you um, for doing the. Is that uh, all the questions we got from these guys? That's the I, I pulled the best ones. Yeah, I pulled the best ones. All right. So, um, 
Thank you for doing the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast presented by Thor MX. Uh, always a good time. I'd like to get your take on things. Um, and uh, yeah, I've I'm still a little disappointed you put Ross just in front of me. I did. I put I put Ross. I put Ricky. I don't blame you, Stuart. I mean, let's face it. <laughs> Ross, I could see. Right, right. <laughs> You'd be okay with that. Yeah. Um, right on. Thanks, Bob. I appreciate it. And uh, I'm sure I'll see you at Seattle, right? Is that your normal? Yes, I will be there. That's your normal deal? And uh, I'll be with Eddie Cole. We'll be signing autographs in, uh, in uh, Parts Unlimited there. Yeah, Matrix Matrix going well for Eddie? Yeah. Everything's going good? Yeah. Yeah, they got some good new bicycle products out. Some, and a lot of products for cleaners and waxes and oils and, and stuff like that that we're using up here. All my guys are using. Perfect. And that we, I did a lot of the testing on that. And a matter of fact, I'm still doing the testing. I was testing on the oil chain lube on Saturday. And uh, and we've got some bicycle stands, you know, to put your yep. uh, work on work stands for your mountain bike or your road bike and all sorts of stuff coming out that's all probably – secret at the moment but it'll be out shortly they're really neat cool which excites me because i ride the bike five or six days a week so the, all the bicycle products that he has excites me more than his motorcycle more, products more than, although yeah. he, he wants me to test tell me all this stuff do you get tired of me and other dudes asking you about 1978 trans am negative because that's uh that day i am actually glad you asked me because it brings okay. yeah you know i don't sit around i don't live in the past right right i live actually I'm in my desk tonight for the next hour. I'll be living tomorrow. I'm I'm organizing for tomorrow. I never live in the past, but to think back about Roger that day is a is a big thrill to me. You know, I, right, I can right. actually, I can tell that story in a probably more of a thirty minute <laughs> uh, deal a lot better <laughs> than trying thing. to jam out. That I remember a lot of that day. Well, just you and know, I, like a... and I really that's a big time in my life. Uh, I mean, one of the favorite good times of racing is racing with that guy and it, i i enjoy thinking about it you know yeah yeah oh that's good good yeah we, hopefully you never get tired of that kind of stuff you know fans, no, no, fans no, do no, want to no. hear it, and it i tell that story yeah. a few times a year when i'm in in public with the motorcycle guys you know i don't mind actually talking about any of this stuff like even the let brock buy crap brock doesn't like that let brock buy no, he i let him buy no, but he, i don't he, give a crap i kind of like yeah. it because it's funny yeah, Brock, Brock. Yeah, Brock's not a fan of the let Brock buy. No, no, no not at all. And I don't blame him. You know, he's been they've been ramming that in his ass for years. The only reason I bring it up is just because they ram it in his ass. It, right. it doesn't mean anything anymore. <laughs> exactly. No, uh, I brought it up. I also, the time that Wardy uh, didn't get disqualified at the um, Pasadena uh, in '85. For the yeah. He does not like to bring that up either. He doesn't, no. he doesn't like to talk about that. He feels like Wardy should have been disqualified. And maybe he should have, but. Yeah. yeah I don't remember the de- I remember yeah, yeah. being there, but I don't remember the details. No. Right, right. There's yeah. always things that we probably don't like to bring up. Yeah, exactly. No, I like thinking about that time because that was just a heyday for me. And I don't think about it unless somebody brings it up. I don't talk motorcycles in Idaho much. So you don't lay at night thinking about 83 and 84 and how you should have won more titles and more money. No, and, and... no. You know, I, I was very bitter to myself in 83, a little bit like wondering why is God torturing my ass? <laughs> right, because right. I'm serious right. because I'm going in my mind, I am the best here, I am on the best bike, and I am prepared, and I'm breaking little bitty bones, and my wrist costing me everything. Right, right. And then I look, and I go, you are a fool. And anybody that does break their leg or breaks their wrist or breaks their shoulder and cries about it, 
ought to reconsider because <laughs> I rethought all that and I said if you walk out of this sport on your legs and you won one race or 20 or Villapoto beats my record or whatever right. and you walk out of this and you retire like Kevin Windham, you're a lucky dude and you ought to be happy as hell. Right. One championship or seven because look at Ricky. Uh, Ricky Johnson could say, hey, I could have won. He could dwell on maybe he could have won five more championships because he was an animal at the time that mm-hmm. somebody lands on. Yeah. And I broke my wrist 100 points ahead. Like I said, if my aunt had nuts, she'd be my uncle. You could <laughs> right. always do that. Yep. But how lucky are you to walk out? Because there are unlucky guys. David Bailey, Tony D, lots of my friends are not lucky. Right. Right, and point. that's just shit luck for David, because David could have won seven or eight championships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he broke his darn back. I mean, you break your leg, your wrist, your your legs. Hey, they heal up. Yeah. Okay, you heal them up. Go ride your bicycle. A lot of life. There's a lot of life left after motocross, and when you're riding motocross, you forget that. Because it's Villapoto's world to race that right now. I know that. I understand it. It was my world. But the day he quits, he's going to realize that he's only 25 years old now, and I'm more than 20, 30 years older than him. And I'll tell you what, I have a hell of a time right now. I like my life better right now than when I raced. Much more. Really? Oh, hell. I would not trade my life for racing motorcycles. And wow. they need to know that. Wow. There's a lot. Of, I love my business. Mm-hmm. And I love riding my bicycle. I rode bicycles my whole life. I raced bicycles before I raced motorcycles. Mm-hmm. And I loved bicycles. I love bicycles more today than ever in my life. Wow. I love riding them. You... I got a whole team of guys here I ride with. I go to L.A. I go to Auburn, California. We ride all over the place. We throw them in the plane, and we go to California, and we ride with guys down there. I love bicycles. You... And, and I love my business. And I wouldn't trade my bicycle or my business to go back there and beat my ass having Roger DeCoster beat the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean. I liked it when I was a kid. Having trophy girls sitting on your shoulders. and Well, now you know. I guess I could go back for a couple of days. <laughs> those, those days were pretty classic. Yeah, um, Terry slapped the shit out of me, but I guess I could deal with right, it. Right, you could deal with that part. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Wow. Never never thought you'd uh, say that. So, yeah, oh, no, 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 no. Right. No, no. I would not trade it. So these guys, sure, it's their life right now. As soon as they quit, they'll realize there's a whole nother life. <laughs> so when one of these dudes gets pissed at me for something I write about some stupid race, I should tell them in 20 years, hey, does it really matter what I wrote? In 20 years, they won't hate you. Right. Exactly. Yeah, no. Uh, you and if do? they do, screw them, because <laughs> life's too short for that. Got it. Uh, Bob People Hanna. have written crap about you, you and myself, and also you get pissy, and you'll get over it. Yeah. Jody Weisel and you made up at some point. Oh, hell yes. Right. Joe, appreciate Alrighty. it. Uh, good times. and uh, I'll, uh, I'll be in touch, man. Thank you. See you, Seattle. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Steve Mathis Show. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to find the more than 200-episode archive or get the Pulp MX app for your iPhone for the complete Pulp MX fix.